You're listening to episode 45 of the We Got The Runs podcast. In this episode, we'll talk to Jeannie Rice, who is a world record holder, and she's part of our Runspiration series. Welcome to the We Got The Runs podcast. I'm your host, Letty Lundquist, and I invite you to join me as we talk about all things running. In this podcast, we talk tips, tactics, and strategies to make every run a good run. Hey runners, welcome to episode 45. Hello, Ryan. Thank you for joining me again today. Hello. How's it going? Not bad. Hanging in there. That's good. Hanging out next to me, trying to not get distracted by your computer. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. So Ryan, I'm going to ask you a personal question. Are you ready? Sure. What motivates you to run? Um, the benefits of exercise. What are those? It just makes you feel better. It's healthier for you, good for your heart, good for your muscles and your vessels. So is that what makes you get up when you're tired and you want to go for a run? Just because you think, oh, I want to be healthy? Or is there anything that you use as a different type of crutch to get out the door? For if it's running, like, um, in the sense that we're talking about it, like going for an evening run or something, yeah, that's pretty much my motive. You know, I, I do plenty of other athletic type things, and that's more for fun. But for running, that's pretty much my motivation. Wow, I wish I could say that. That's like the further thing off my mind, thinking about What's my yours? long-term health. I don't know, I have to use uh, something like, um, okay... If I go run at 5 a.m., I'm going <laughs> to run on an empty stomach. And then I'm uh, creating a negative caloric, whatever that's called, a caloric balance. balance. So the day will so get better. So you're using it to, to splurge on food. Not splurge, but just kind of... So I use that, and then I think about that the next day, I mean, that that one time I go running is going to also improve my marathon time because it's all about consistency and for me at this time in my training plan to have high mileage so if I want to wake up and it's five o'clock and I want to go for an eight mile run or if I consider not going then I know at the end of the week I'm not at the mileage that I want which I need in order to be a faster runner so I don't have that competitive motive because I guess I'm not really involved in doing the races at the moment yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, I don't know how <laughs> I don't know how you get out the door like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you were going to talk about different ways to motivate people to run or different ways people motivate to run. Yes. I actually looked this up on uh, the website livestrong.com, which for some reason it makes me think about Lance Armstrong. I have no idea why. I think he was associated with them at some point. Right. Wasn't there that yellow bracelet that everybody was running around in back in the days? Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if he still is with the whole Yeah. Drug like the little scandal that scandal. happened. Yeah. And everybody had burning ceremonies of their yellow bracelets. Did they? I don't no, know. No, I'm making it up. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably look into that. Yeah. Anyhow, so yeah, on Livestrong.com. I read about the 17 proven motivations to get you running. 
And I'm going to mention a few, and um, if you want to comment on them, you can tell me what you think about those. So, number one, commit to a race. Yeah, I think that's a good way of doing it. You spend, spend the money, some money then yeah. you kind of feel like, well, I got to get my money's worth. Would that motivate you? I guess for you, maybe it'd motivate to get the food afterwards, too. <laughs> okay, just to clarify, I'm definitely not a foodie. I actually, I don't even like eating half the time. It I don't just like, sounded like that when you started your caloric It did deficit. sound totally wrong. <laughs> it's not like I'm a pig and I want to eat all day long. That's why it's actually funny. So, yeah, don't, don't take it the wrong way. I only say that because it's kind of quite the opposite of what you are. So the committing to a race financially, um, I think that would probably motivate you more than me because, it's but true. then again, you know, the type of races that you sign up for, you don't really train for them because they're just 5Ks and stuff. So I think if you were to sign up for a marathon, you would actually start training. Yeah, to a fault, I think that um, I don't like waste. So <laughs> I would just do it no matter what, because <laughs> otherwise I'd feel like I wasted my money. <laughs> That's so true. And you'd want to get the medal and the swag. Yeah, Although you I get that care, at the I don't expo. I about that so much. Uh, yeah, you really don't, huh? Yeah. I'm the one that collects medals. Anyway, so number two motivation is running with friends. And the idea behind that is that you make a basically date with a friend to run in the morning 7 a.m. and when you wake up at uh, 6 a.m. and you're laying next to your beautiful wife and she's sleeping so tightly, you don't want to get up. You want to keep snuggling with her. But then you think, okay, I really have to go because this other person had to get up. They left their beautiful wife in their bed. And um, that's that. So I could add a 2.5. You could commit to a race with friends, like the relay that you're doing down oh. in the Keys. It's a combination of one and two. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so back to your list. So, yeah, no, and uh, I'm glad that you let um, people know about that because we did sign up for an awesome relay, the Keys 100 relay. As team, we got the runs. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. So, number three. Vary your training, make training fun. And this is a separate one that they have listed. But to me, it kind of goes hand in hand with it. Find a trainer because I told you, or you know, because you live with me, that when I started training for a marathon and I had our coach Ron Tab work with me, running changed in a way that it wasn't all the same. It wasn't boring anymore because you have your days with long runs. You have your days with easy runs. You have hard runs and then you have intervals. So it almost feels like you're doing multi-sport things. I can see how that works. So next. So the next one is utilize technology. Um, people get excited, I guess, about Garmin's and foot pods and stuff. I think that's especially relevant nowadays because there is more and more interesting and better technology like even the garmin watches and stuff it's kind of neat because you can track things on strava and you basically can make everyone somewhat a competition with yourself but not but also others in the area yeah so i guess i don't know i don't get that excited about technology but i guess with social media and people caring so much what other people think about them I guess it makes sense that that would be motivating because you don't want your uh, whoever to know that you didn't run or that you did run, right? I mean, I, I see how it could make sense for some people. Well, also, I mean, you, you get excited even about like the Nike shoes. You know, that's technology. Yeah, I guess. I was thinking more tech tech. but That's still technology. 
Yeah. I think. Yeah. Still com- counts. Doesn't have to be computer technology. It could be. Good point. Materials engineering. Material motivation. All right. So then. Um, <laughs> that's a, that's a, I think that's another one too, but anyway. <laughs> so uh, another one is that people do get motivated because they get to listen to music or wink, wink, a podcast. <laughs> uh, shameless plug of We Got the Runs podcast. <laughs> Now available on all platforms. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, everyone's already listening to us. So. Yeah, no, it's, it's too late. No? <laughs> They're already stuck. <laughs> And then uh, another one is um, to get your me time. So I guess that kind of goes hand in hand too with listening to music or podcasts because you kind of get your me time where you get away. And to me, that's a big thing because I feel like I, when I became a mom, all of a sudden you go from having all this time to yourself to really not. And so I remember running with Liana when she was a baby with a stroller. And then you asked me if I wanted to get a double stroller when I had Kai Wait, how many times did you run with Liana in a stroller? I mean, I didn't run that much back then, but I did. <laughs> was I, there one time? No, I did do an eight mile. Who was the one that ran with the stroller all the time? Who refused to run with the stroller? Let's get this accurate for your you fans. You did. You did. Who did like two half marathons with a stroller? You did. <laughs> but there were some times when you have a little baby and you try to go. That's fine with. I don't mind doing it, but I would say, hey, why don't you just go for a run? And you're like, oh, I can't run. I got Liana. <laughs> So I got two two half marathons. It's not that hard. Okay, well, whatever. So <laughs> change the topic. Right? Change the topic. But going back, I do want to talk about me time because I love having this time to myself without having to push any kind of stroller. It is easier, yes. Yeah, and you just have quiet and peace, and it's just you. So it's kind of nice. Um. Another one that they say is visualization. There's a lot of uh, big stuff about visualization online, and they're talking about visualizing the finish line of every run, every day. Um, if you I go, I feel for- like that would just discourage me to visualize the finish line at the beginning of a race. <laughs> really? I don't know. I do. I, I understand. I've heard that multiple times. Like What about on your run? If you go for a three mile, maybe or- visualize the whole run, or I don't know. Like, what do you mean, a three-mile run? If you go for your three-mile run right now after we're done... Well, usually I leave from my house, so if I was to visualize the finish line when I'm starting, I would probably just turn right around. <laughs> Say, whoop, there I am. <laughs> That was fast. Okay, I don't think you're getting the point. The point is to visualize either when you get home after your run and taking that shower and getting clean Or visualizing the end of your training plan. You put in all these weeks, 16 weeks of training really hard for your marathon and then visualizing finishing and being done with it. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> A little bit more? I just like teasing you. I know, you do. So anyhow, um, today we're going to talk to Jeannie Rice and she is a lady in her 70s that is holding the world record for the marathon and half marathon for her age group. Her current uh, half marathon time is a 1.38, and her full marathon time is a 3.27. She's super nice, super amazing. Tells us her story, how she didn't start running until she was 35 because she had come back to America and gained some weight and wanted to just basically do it for weight loss and then just kind of fell into it. Now she runs, I don't know, 50, 60 miles a day. That's motivating is to be able to 
do it, you know, for such a large part of your life. I think that's really cool. Yeah, and her finishing time is really crazy too because at 327, there's not that many people that can do that anyway. But then for her to be, you know, grandma and running with her granddaughters, I mean, that's really cool. That is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's cool. That's fast. I mean, even for like young people, unless they're actually, you know. Really trying. Yeah, professionals are, you know, really into it. That's still really fast, which is cool. Yeah. So, yeah. So, without any further ado, here is our interview with Jeannie. All right, I'm here with Jeannie Rice. Jeannie, thank you so much for joining me. Well, thanks for having me. You're very welcome. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and also how you started running? Okay. Uh, My name is Jeannie Rice. I am from Cleveland, Ohio, but I live in Naples for during the winter. And I am 72 years old. And I do have two sons and, and my two granddaughters. And they're all a little bit of runner, but not like I do. And I started to run um, 35, age 35, just to lose a few pounds. That's how I started. And then, of course, you know, I'm hooked. <laughs> you're being a little bit modest here because you're also a current world record holder. Yes, I am. Um, I have about seven uh, national records. And I do have a three world records. First one, uh, it was a 10-mile run and also half, mar- half marathon, um, 137. And then marathon world record was, believe it or not, a couple of years ago, it was by, uh, held by um, a German lady. It was a 335. And then I broke that record by seven and a half minutes. And I did 327 in Chicago, 2018. And a year later, 2019, I went to Berlin Marathon and I broke my own record by three minutes. So right now, you know, I broke my own record. So I am holding record of 324. uh, That's amazing. That's so awesome. So you're mentioning that you didn't start running till age 35. How so? Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Oh, sure. I was always active doing exercise, but not never ran. And I gained after I came back from my vacation. I'm from I was born in Seoul, Korea. So I went to visit and I came home three weeks later. I gained like five, six pounds, something like that. So I wanted to lose that weight right away. So I started jogging in my neighborhood without even running shoes. And then a friend of mine talked me into a first race, five-mile race, local race. And she was a runner. And she came in third, and I was in right behind. I was fourth. That was my 35 years old when I was 35. So I thought, well, if I train, maybe I can do a little better. So I started training more, and I lost my weight, what I wanted to lose. And I became a very competitive because she was a runner and I was right behind her without much training. And after that, I started racing all kinds of race, local races, and she's never been me since then. That was the last time she ever, she was friend, was ahead of me. <laughs> and I was always ahead of her after that. So I got a little uh, motivated. So I started running very following year, I decided to do a marathon. 
So I did a Cleveland Marathon. Well, I was 36. And then first year, I got qualified for Boston. So 1983, that's when I started running a marathon. And I do have 123 under my belt. 123 marathons. Marathons, yes. Wow. And back in the 80s, it wasn't very common for women to be running as well. No, not really. Even it wasn't that. um, Today, you see the marathons, I I bet almost 50% are women. So, you know, you're right. Back then, not that many. I mean, it's more men. I mean, there were still a lot of women ran, but mostly men. But now you see more women, even later age. And I just ran with somebody and she said she started at age 45. She's in her 50s. So anybody can start any age. And uh, that's the good sport. (laughs) And we can do that. And you don't need partner. You can put your shoes and then get out the door. And I used to play racquetball and tennis and in all that, you need a partner to play. But running is, you don't need it to train. You can go out the door all by yourself, but I do enjoy running with the friends though. You know, it's, it's more fun to run with the people. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So once you started running and you qualified for Boston and you started running marathons and you started realizing that you were a pretty strong runner. When did you decide to go for it and really start training? Because it seems like in the beginning, you were just kind of doing it for weight loss. Right, exactly. Beginning was just more like a fitness. And then once I got involved with the marathon and I realized that, you know, I can win my division. So that even motivated me more. So I've been training. Of course, you have to increase your mileage. And we all know that if you're going to run marathon, you can run 20 miles a week, 30 miles a week to the, you know, run the marathon. So I, because I got really involved with the marathon, I started increase to 40, 50. Um, now I do, if I run a marathon, I do up to 70 miles, 60, 70. But normally I do 50 to 60 miles a week all year round. Either I run marathon or not. So I do like 50, 60 miles a week. So if you do all your round, it's like a, my every day you get up in the morning and run. And, you know, that's my uh, part of my life schedule. Yeah. Right, right. So you've made that part of your life kind of like brushing teeth, drinking water, running is just mm-hmm. part of it. Exactly. And that's worked for you pretty well. You don't have any injuries, you've also been saying. Yeah, I've been very lucky and I have many times I, you know, interview with a different runner's world or, you know, woman's running, you know, whatever. And the first thing they ask, have you ever had an injury all these years I ran? And no, I never had an injury. I guess it's part of uh, maybe genetic and maybe lucky. And, um, you know, only time I get injured from falling. So I have to be careful not falling (laughs) during the run normally. (laughs) 
Right, which is quite a different injury. And is your training guided by a coach or you're self-coached? Well, I'm a self-coach and I've been approached a couple of coach, um, wanted to coach me, but you know, I've been very successful my own way, what I do. So I help friends though. You know, when we run together, they, they would ask me how I train. And I'm not coaching anybody particularly, but helping them to faster runner or marathon runner. Some of friends, I like to run a marathon. How do I increase from half marathon to marathon? So I do help them, but I do not have a coach for me. Wow, that's that's pretty amazing. Can you tell me about your favorite marathon? I do have a, quite a few. I have to say very first marathon uh, I did 2000 millennium. I went to uh, um, New Zealand. That was the first marathon in millennium. And they usually have like end of uh, January, but that year they did have January 1st, 2000. So I went there and ran a marathon. It was awesome. And of course, you know, countries are beautiful. And also, of course, I have to say when I beat a whole uh, world record, Chicago Marathon 2018, I thought that was very special. And a year later, Berlin, I beat my own record. Those are all specials. And um, I would say quite a few. And I uh, went to Reykjavik, Iceland, and I have their uh, national course record. In, that was I was my 60s then, 65 and 70, 65 to 69 age group. I had uh, their national record for the course. So those are specials. When you do something special, you know. Yeah, another one was really special to me. Two years ago, my granddaughter graduated from high school, and she was a, a short-distance runner, like 5K, 10K, and she was not a long-distance runner. So when she graduated from high school, it was a gift from grandma to her. So just she and Alisa and I went to Anchorage, uh, Alaska, and she ran half marathon, and I ran a marathon. And that was a very, very special. It was her first half marathon. Now she's hooked. So she likes to do 50-state half marathon. So that was a very, very special. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. That sounds amazing, especially when you bring in family members. And do mm -hmm. you have other family members that run? I think you mentioned that you have two sons. Yes. Uh, my older son just runs because he likes to for fitness. And he has a dog, so he runs with the dog. And my younger son ran. Kevin, he did run at the high school years ago. But now he just runs just for fitness. And my daughter-in-law, Trish, she runs. But they're not competitive like I am. So they do, you know, just sign up for once in a while they run. But my younger, uh, my granddaughter, I think she's going to be competitive. So <laughs> we all kind of run. And they do play volleyball. And they do all kinds of exercise. But, you know, a little bit of running. Yes, everybody does it. That's awesome. What does your family think about your running? Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they think I'm really, I mean, they, they are proud of me. I know that. They t you know, my kids always talk about me. And especially when I ran um, Berlin, um, when I came back and my son said, Mom, did you know you beat all the men your age division? And I didn't know that. So he looked it up, you know. So they are kind of, uh, you know, proud of me and checking out for me. 
But of course, they think I'm crazy running so many miles. But, you know, as long as I can run, why not? And yeah, exactly. Yeah, on, on, I, I won't stop to running and I still have a goal. So, yeah, no, that's awesome. That's awesome. I'm glad your family is very uh, supportive. I would be very proud if my mom or my grandma yeah. would do yeah. something like that as well. Can you tell me what the hardest thing has been about running for you? Well, when because I, I lived in Cleveland for years, and I still do. And in the last few years, I've been coming down to uh, Naples, Florida. And in Cleveland, it gets cold. And it's a tough when you have to go out the door when it's like single digit or, you know, um, I used to run any, any uh, condition. But now I said, well, if it's not double digit, I won't go out, <laughs> you know. So that was a tough things to do during the winter because I train all year round. And I was not coming down here that often at the time I was full time. I'm a realtor, real, real estate agent. So I was very busy, so I couldn't come down here that often, but I am semi-retired, so I can come down more often here so I don't have to run those bad you know, temperature and bad weather. But that's a tough, and then so many times, you know, four, five o'clock comes so quick, and I, oh, you hate to get up, but you know, it, that's tough, but you have to be, I guess, a, I'm very motivated. So if you sleep in every day and then you get used to it. And so, but that's tough things to do. But now it became my um, uh, schedule. So it's not as hard to getting up early. Like this morning, you know, I got up at five and we meet people six o'clock, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So it became my, you know, normal schedule. But toughest marathon I ever done was Pikes Peak. The marathon in Pikes Peak, you go up 13 mile, uh, 14,000 high altitude. So by the time you get to 12,000, it was so hard to breathe. And that was my toughest marathon out of 123. And then second toughest one was uh, Great Wall China. You run on the wall, like uh, five miles out of 26, and that was really tough. Yeah. It probably be really tough to run the whole thing. Yes. There was, there was, I think Pike's Peak was the toughest one because of breathing. And Great Wall was uh, steps, you know, all that wall, the Great Wall. But it was spectacular. I mean, it was beautiful. I mean, you wonder how they even built that, that thousands of years ago. So it, it was tough but I enjoyed it somewhat. My goodness. I can't even imagine. And uh, I completely agree with you with the cold. We're pretty spoiled down here in Florida. Well, Florida has a lot I of um, different, you know, crazy things that happen here at the same time. We do have the nice weather and it's nice to go out for your winter run. Even if our cold days are only 40 degrees. I know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're lucky. Great. Very lucky. So what do you think do you love most? What is it that keeps you running every day? Well, it's, it's, first of all, it's good for fitness, you know, for your health. And it makes me feel, um, I don't know, it's clear of mind. When you go out there, you know, no phone. I don't carry telephone at all. So it's kind of 
peace of mind and you clear your mind and you think about a lot of things. A lot of times I do run by myself, which I enjoy too. And then of course, when I run with the friends, it's a lot of fun. We get to know some new runner. Today I ran with a new runner. He's a marathon runner. He's done three marathons. So we were talking about marathons and he said, how many have you done? I said, well, 120 more than you did. He's a young man, you know? So it's, it's really fun get to know people. And, you know, we share a lot of, about the family while I'm, we are running because nobody really has that much time anymore to meet up one at a time, you know, get to know. But this is running. During the running, you run two hours sometime. We really get to know each other. And another fun thing is running with the group. After the run, we go out for coffee. So that's kind of fun, get to know each other. Yeah, that's a beautiful yeah. thing. It's a beautiful thing how running can really bring people together. And you make the time, just like you said, normally you don't have time to meet friends and you don't want to fit it in. But during a run, everybody forgets about time and you just go for it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what about cross training, Jeannie? Do you do any cross training? Yeah, I do a little bit upper body, not a lot. I mean, especially my legs, I don't do any leg workout. I know some friends do, they do, you know, squat and all that, but I don't do much leg work. I figure I do use enough my legs doing that running. But upper body, I do a little bit weight and then I do like push-ups and then very little swimming. I used to be triathlon, well, I couldn't say I used to be, but I've done triathlon, triathlon, short distance, but I'm not a strong swimmer. But, you know, but I, I don't do that triathlon anymore, but just for fun, for swimming. I am a decent downhill skier. I do ski a lot. I used to anyway. Um, then I do golf. That's more, you know, relaxing. When you have a, but golfing takes three, four, five hours when you play 18. But it's fun with the group too. Again, you know, when it's nice out, you have, well, because I'm semi-retired. I'll be able to do that. So I do golf. That's not a cross training because you don't really do a lot of doing that when golfing, but you only swing your, you know, your upper body. But I do walk a lot when I golf. I don't ride, you know, when I, my, when my ball's that way, I'll just walk to the ball instead of take the cart to the ball. So that's cross training, you know, to me, part of it. Yeah, yeah. Nice. What about your diet? Let's hear about your diet. diet. Yes. Diet is everyday thing to me. Um, I would say low fat diet. I don't eat fattening food. I don't like fried food. And I don't use a butter much, hardly. Even I love bread, but I eat plain. So it'll be low fat diet. And I do eat a lot of fish. I don't eat red meat that much, not because for diet, I just never liked red meat in the past, but I do like seafood and I do eat a lot of fish. And one really not very good, I do eat too much carbohydrate because I love rice. I can eat rice every single day, but I try <laughs> not to. And that's only, I do too much car- carbs, I guess, from the rice. Other than that, I do eat a lot of vegetable. I love salad. My favorite food would be nice green salad with a grilled salmon on it. 
can be my favorite food for dinner. Nice. That sounds yeah. very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so taking everything into consideration, your diet, your training, what do you think is your secret to your success? Well, I don't know if I have a secret. If you have a you know, goal, I would say to my grandkids and other friends, people, whatever your goal is, it doesn't have to be competitive. It can be goal for losing weight. It can be goal for do the half marathon. It could be marathon. If you don't have a goal, you know what I used to do, Letty? I used to put record, national and world record, their time. I put them in the refrigerator right on the front. Every time I open the refrigerator, I get to see it. So I set the goal and I trying to reach. You know, that's, uh, that I would say that's part of secret for me for, from other people. Yeah, I, I still have a goal, even though everybody say you have nothing to prove. But I have a goal. I want to break my own record from Berlin Marathon. I did uh, 2019. I was so ready last year to go to Tokyo. So I was in great shape, but they canceled. So I am going to go this year. They cancel again this spring, but they push up to uh, uh, October, October 17th. Usually in spring, March. So I have a goal to do that, to set, uh, break my own record. So I will train hard for that. So that's part of the secret to a success, I guess, I would say. So, you know, I think everybody should have some kind of a goal, life goal, either, either job or uh, lose weight or eat healthier or um, running, you know, race. And so if you set the goal and you're going to have to reach, try to reach that goal. So that's a secret. <laughs> that's awesome. I wish it was a closer race so we could come out and watch it. So what are some tips that you have for the people listening? How can they stay healthy and fit and get fast? Well, um, getting uh, fit is it's first of first of all really comes with down to um, diet to get it. We all know that the for fit you know your body and then you know how much to eat and you gotta eat healthy but stay with a decent diet. Everybody's different, but you have to set your own you know weight goal and that's a healthy way. And then training wise. You have to be motivated, got to be strong. So many times you feel lazy. I mean, I do that too sometimes. Oh, do I really want to go out? And if it's cold, when it's raining. But once you get out the door, we all know that we feel better. When it's done, we always feel better. And then set the goal, whatever you wish to do. And you follow that. Once you reach the goal, you can't, you have to have a reasonable goal. You can't run from, uh, five hours to four hours or four hours to t- three and a half. You gotta have a reasonable goal. That way you are not disappointed. You know, you just have a reasonable goal. Once you reach that, scratch that. I did that in my own. You know, I put him in the refrigerator. There was a national record was this time. And once I reached that, crossed that, 
and then world record time, I put it on it. And then I was reaching out for that. And now I did that. So now I have my own time. So I got to reach for my own time. So it's just like when you have a goal, you've set your mind. Anybody can do it and everybody can do it. So hopefully someday you and I can run together. And then you'll be passing by me. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not sure about that. but <laughs> Well, you're young people, a lot of years. I don't have a whole lot of years left, but I am still going to. When I Boston Marathon, this was uh, uh, three years ago, that was my 100th marathon, right? I'm going to do my 100th marathon, and I'm going to quit for marathon. Because marathon really does a lot of time in you know, your body, and I wasn't sure how long I was going to be able to do those mileage. So I told all my friends and family, when I do 100 marathon, I'm going to quit marathon and I'm going to start doing half marathon more. <laughs> so 100th marathon, I was in Boston and I did. And I won my division. And as soon as I finished the start, uh, finish line, I can quit. <laughs> and I did three more. <laughs> so I don't know how many I'm going to do. You know, maybe next goal will be 150 marathon. I don't know. As long as I can, I'm healthy and I'll be able to do it, I'm going to continue to do it. That's yeah. so awesome. Thank you, Jeannie, so much for your time and coming on here and sharing your story with us. Oh, you're welcome. It was my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thanks again, Jeannie, for coming on and uh, for this amazing conversation. What do you think about that, Ryan? Her story is motivating to me. I liked it. Motivating enough that you're going to go for your run right now? Yes, I think I will. How far are you going to go? Two miles. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I should do like probably five miles. All right. All right. So he's going to get going and I'm going to wrap this up. Thank you for tuning in and stay tuned for next Saturday. We're going to have a really fun podcast. We're going to talk about running parodies and we're going to have a guest that writes parodies for runners so until next week have a great week of running thanks for listening for training tips previous podcast episodes and fun merchandise for runners please check out our website at wgtr.us that's wgtr.us and as always have a wonderful week of running <laughs>